everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC, I have something I didn't add to the list that just came to mind right now. You have an impromptu topic? I do. That's an unheard of situation on this podcast. Yeah, I want to talk about the Instagram post from our friends about our trip. It, w- the Instagram post from our friends about our trip. You mean the trip we took to Orlando, Florida? Yeah, forever ago. Okay, yeah. I just thought about the post, and I was like, man, I'm thinking about them. Go for it. I get painted in a really good light in all of them. Okay, okay, explain. So, I mean, one of them is dedicated basically. It's just photos of you reading the fan fiction for those of the, the, the listening audience unaware. I mean. For a good amount of the trip. Did we even talk? You, Chargill, Steven read a fan fiction the orlando episode of boy oh boy i feel like was not the best we were tired it was last minute i was rushing to go to ihop with hans at 1 a.m okay so i don't know how much we thoroughly explained at the time but yeah when we were at universal studios or whatever mm-hmm. we or islands of adventure adventure whatever it's called we we read harry potter fanfic to make the time go by it's true aloud like we so much it. uh-huh well it was one so fanfic. many of the lines yeah, but just one fan fiction. Yeah, one fan fiction throughout the whole day. It really lasted a good long while. It, until we left the park. Yeah, a shockingly large amount of time. But there's like a post that uh, Bim did that uh-huh. is like just dedicated to photos of the three of you reading it. And yeah. in basically every one of the photos, I'm standing in the background looking disgruntled. Discru- that doesn't sound like you're in a good light. That no, like it's like gr- that's exactly how I want to be depicted. So there's the three of you reading it, and then there's me in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. There's That's one, the three of you okay, reading it, photos. and then me in the back. Uh huh. There's the three of you reading okay, it. Okay, another me photo. In the back. <laughs> and then there's the three of you reading it, and I'm just eating my food, still disgusting. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because I could say, well, that's that. It's not a coincidence. Like, it, it, that, that makes sense that you would be there in the background in all the photos because you were the only other person there. But that's not true. No. <laughs> Where's Hans in all these photos? Steven, I don't up. think he even shows up in all of them. That's crazy. He was like the main narrator. Yeah. That's I don't insane. think he shows up in the one where they're eating. Oh, yeah. Bim made a whole post dedicated oh, no, to is. the fanfic reading. It's you that's not in that one. Oh, Hans no. Hans actually makes an appearance in that one. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like that portrays you in a very poor light, you know? That portrays you in a light uh, where it shows that really you don't have an appreciation for fine art. I think that's exactly the light that I wanted to be portrayed in. Literature? Uh, it almost makes you look like, and I, I hate to say this, Grayson, but in the spirit of honesty, it makes you look like a dumb, uncultured person. What say you? I disagree. Oh, okay, okay. I thought we were on the same page. No. And that no, was the light no. you wanted to be portrayed in. I agree to disagree. Okay. I disagree. But just in general, there were so many photos that Bim and Chargill took of me mogging. Yeah. Because that was just the bit of the trip, I guess. Uh-huh. That, for the most part, I look pretty decent in all the photos. Because you were mogging? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, just it turns out like I look good there. Uh huh. Because you were mogging, you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Have you considered just mogging without the irony? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, it seems to work. Yeah, you know? it's kind of it's kind of turned out good. Yeah. So I don't Maybe know. I, I, I think it's kind of the move. Would you Maybe describe? Do you remember the movie Tangled, like the 2011 Disney film? princess movie tangled. are you bringing up uh flynn rider from that movie or something yeah yeah of course when he would do the smolder does that count yeah that's mogging okay it is so f- did he invent it flynn rider no no no, no. it's Ugh. it's a long time to See, be fair like, i look great it. in that photo 
I Chargol looks really wonky in it. <laughs> Chargol looks unfortunately. like unfortunately. Bim, I don't know what Bim's doing. She's mm-hmm. showing off that jawline. Ooh, so you know how like on the iPad, if you have like your camera roll on it, or like in a folder, it just flashes memories and stuff. Yeah, I kind of hate it. that. Yeah, it's a little weird because when I tattoo people, just random photos will show up of mm-hmm. like us. It's like odd, right? But one of them that came up the last night when I was working on like designing this logo thing was a photo from our first trip with all their friends to New York, right? Mm-hmm. And it was when we were in Central Park, and it was the better team during wiffle ball. It was me, Steven, and Bim. The losing team. No, the, we won. We won handedly. <laughs> Okay, uh, as opposed to you, Chargol, Tiger, and Hon- you had more people and you still lost. Okay, this is false. But listen, it was the better team. Did me- Tiger play with us? Yeah, oh. it was me. It was Bim. It was Steven. And I remember at the time, Bim was insisting I not post that photo to my Instagram because her face looked so messed up. And at the time, I was like, "What are you talking about? You can barely see her face. It's like so zoomed out." And on the iPad. <laughs> Or it's a bit bigger. Uh-huh. Bim's one eye is like triple the size of her other. Like it's clearly not how she looked, but because of the low exposure, it was dark out. It was a poor camera. Bim's face is very messed up. So I have to issue an apology two years too late, over two years too late, um, because Bim's face did look very messed up there. I don't know what photo you're referring to. I need to see the photo. Okay, okay. I'll try to find it. I'll try to find it. Will you remember after the podcast? Or do you yeah. want me to do it right now? Um, I bet I could go for it. Okay, and then, okay. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I don't know. I was thinking about it. And I was like, man, I'm so happy about those Instagram posts. I didn't make one. Okay. Maybe eventually I'll make. I still don't do one for the you last. You should trip. do one for Arizona trip first. Honestly, I think just so. post that tomorrow. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. That's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I could do a post for that and then. But yeah. Ooh, we also still have your post you have to make of you with the laptop at IKEA that says laptop on it. I just found that in my camera roll. No, 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 that was for LinkedIn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you could still just make a post. I could. Like hard at work. <laughs> <laughs> like three days in a row. You start with that one, then you post Arizona. No, sorry, start with Arizona trip because it just catches everyone off guard. Then you do hard at work the next day. <laughs> And then the next day, you do Orlando trip and don't post again for years. <laughs> Thoughts, considerations? This is not a terrible idea. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I've gotten to our trip with, not our trip, but Chargill's trip to Dallas. So I went a little too far, mm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I'll find this photo, Gray the Gray. Don't okay. you worry. This is exciting. Um, man, I, I'd been thinking about that for a while. About making your posts? No, about the, the Instagram posts and how happy oh. I am without I look at them. Okay, I found the photo. It's this. It's the three of us waving. Okay, Steven in his COVID mask. And I guess zoom in on... Maybe that's not the right photo because I think there are... Few, okay, you see it? It is the right photo. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't make sense. It's like a Picasso painting. Yeah, it's like... But that's not what she looks like. Bim's not a deformed person. But this would clearly maybe, lead maybe you to think is. otherwise. <laughs> maybe we've been wrong. Maybe this is what Bim looks like. That's so unfortunate. I'm sorry, Bim. This is devastating. Yeah, that's tough. But I'm glad you see what I'm talking about. And again, I'm sorry I didn't see it however many years ago. Official apology to a girl that will not be listening to this podcast. It just does not make sense. No, it truly doesn't. Speaking of not listening to this podcast, they okay. texted us about pot a day recently. They're like, what are we doing for pot a day? That's it's like, true. You don't even care about you're not even in the in the in the sphere anymore. Yeah, they left the podcast game. Sorry, they were removed, vanquished from the podcast game years ago. 
Okay, all thanks you can't to just us. Weasel your way back in. I know in. they've been trying to weasel their way into my life in many aspects. Okay, because I get that text. Okay, about mm-hmm. uh, about Potter Day. When is it? What are we gonna do? It's this coming Monday, by the way, the anniversary of Potter Day. It's an exciting time. It's been three years. That's insane, Grayson. Right? How has this friendship only been three years with them? That is also like on one hand, it's like that was like how is it already three years? And on the other hand, it's like. How we're uncomfortably, yeah, we're uncomfortably close with these people for it only having been three. Yeah. We've done a shocking amount with these two girls. Mm-hmm. But also, it like, it adds a lot of weight to every interaction when you're not in the same country, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it just, it makes everything so much more important. So it, it, it adds up. It adds up. But okay, listen, there's that message. And it's like, well, what the hell, guys? You're the ones who dropped out of this world long ago. If you want to do something <laughs> for Pod Today, we can. But let's not pretend like you guys are still a functioning podcast. Darn right. And I suggested, why don't we host a funeral for BM&W, the podcast? And they were like, oh, it's not over. It's over. It's so dead. It's done. We should have a funeral for it. And they were like, well, we don't want to do that. And I said, okay, easy alternative. We could do a 24-hour marathon of teams, which I didn't get much response about. Yeah, it sounds awful. But think about how much stronger the bond between everyone will be after those 24 hours. It would be a terrible experience. It would be hard to fill an hour with teams. No, we fill them more. We've done more. Well, doing other things. Well, who's to say we maybe we do a bunch of other things and then like after like like with intervals of like twenty or thirty minutes, we draft one member to our team. I mean we could do that. So then at the end we have forty eight members of our team after <laughs> that's a lot of members of our team. Forty eight members of our team after twenty four hours. Maybe one team member an hour. That gives it more weight. That makes it more important. But also, how can we clear up 24 hours to pull this off? I mean, my job is pretty simple. You know, like I can just work an extra eight hours the next day, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, not the end of the world. Everyone else's schedules, that's not my business. (laughs) Okay? It's just not. But I'd be down. Listen, if Chargle's the our only hope, or Jenny, Jenny, if you're listening, forward this to your to your two girls, okay? Listen, that's the idea. Twenty four hour teams, one team member an hour. Hans and Steven, I hope would also be there, but that's a big commitment, you know. Thoughts? I still don't like this idea. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, but also, okay, listen. Like I said, they've been trying to infiltrate my life in other ways this past week, okay? Oh With Potter okay. on the horizon. Chargle messages me out of nowhere the other day, and she says, JC, how do you feel about cats? Like the animal. Mm-hmm. And I respond with allergic, quite allergic. Mm-hmm. But they're cute, I guess. And then the little, like, colon slash emoji, we're just like, nah. eh, mm. yeah. Like, they're cute, whatever, like, I guess. I like dogs a lot more. I'm not allergic to them. And she says, oh, no, because you remember her boy, Andrew, her boy who likes Darby Allen, her boy that she ditched us the last two days she was in Austin for off of Tinder. Yep. The one who makes clay pottery over in Dallas. Yep. He wants to go visit Chargle in Cincinnati. No way. But he doesn't have anyone to watch his cat. And I I just can't do it because I'm so allergic. Like, I, I just wouldn't be able to. Um, and she hasn't updated me on if there was any progress on finding a cat sitter, but I asked her, did you message Gray the Gray? And she didn't respond. So I'm assuming not. She did not message me, but also, I am also allergic to cats, JC. Well, it's I the didn't same know. situation. I did not know this, okay? 
at least you're like gonna be further away from the cat like when i stand up i'm only five foot seven eight inches away from that cat oh i see when you stand up you're like eight feet away from the cat yeah i know you raise a good point thank you i appreciate it so we have to find someone willing to watch a cat if hannah lived in austin still wow would we be off to the races do you remember hannah my sister's friend Hannah, Hannah the young urban professional that we had on Boy Oh Boy Oh Boy. Yeah. Loves cats. Adores them. Um, but she's not here. God rest her soul. You know? It's a tough time. It's a tough life. I'm so confused by that whole series of sentences because it feels like there's something underlying it that I don't get. No, she just lo- like she like her I think we talked about it on the podcast that she was on like over a year ago for Boy Oh Boy Oh Boy, where her family had like upwards of twenty cats at a time. Mm-hmm. and like it was just because her mom was a hoarder you know so but now she still does love cats authentically mm-hmm. you know but when i was saying hannah's name you looked at me so blankly like you didn't know who i was talking about that's why i gave so much explanation about her being a young urban professional you know i think i just kind of have a blank face today i, don't know uh, what to tell you. I see i see i see but no boy oh boy oh boy either we promised it last week it's not happening nope turns out the one we wanted to have on the person we wanted to have on Wow, was his history dicey. We did a background check, and we can't have him on. No. Um, which is unfortunate. But yeah, for the sanctity of boy, oh boy, and our reputation, it's just the right move. You know? It probably is the right move. How do you figure? Well, because he, he wanted very much to talk about, like, politics and stuff. And oh, that would have been so that. boring, yeah. Yeah. I just would have been kept, like, asking personal questions. I think that would have been ideal. That's what I was kind of rooting for, was he would try and keep turning it to something political, and then you would keep asking him increasingly, like, incisive questions about his personal life. I think DJ, my, my sister's boyfriend, gave us a nice mix, where we dove pretty, like, into his personal life, okay? But then also, he would just ask you questions about, I don't even know if it was politics per se, but just not that. DJ is really something. DJ's awesome. DJ's great. He had, the other day, it's center, sun, Sunday, I think. Maybe it's Saturday. And I get a text. I'm in the shower. I get a text from DJ when I get out. And I also see I have a missed call from him. And the text reads, Jew boy? Question mark? Hmm. This man lives in San Antonio. Why is he messaging me about the Austin establishment Jew boy burgers? Turns out he and my sister were up here celebrating Valentine's Day, like the mm. weekend after. And he wanted to see if I could join them for lunch, but I had just gotten out of the shower and was about to tattoo someone, so I could not. That's so really sad. sad. Yeah, I know. And then I had plans to go with Brandy for the first time ever to Jew Boy this past Monday. She hasn't been to Jew Boy yet. Nope. That's crazy. But guess what? Closed because of the holiday. No. Messed up. It's all really very messed up, Grayson. I also didn't have to work for the holiday, so that was nice. Yo, shout out. Well, that's when we were supposed to record. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, but. You know, yeah. the terrible things he said on his Twitter just really made it. I mean, for me, at least it would have been compromising my morals. So um, I don't even want to give him the dignity of saying his name, Grayson. It was bitch Noah. <laughs> we were considering having bitch Noah on the podcast, but it's really just, a low point for us to even consider that. Yeah. In hindsight, it really was. By the way, speaking of bitch Noah, because he's one of your brother's very close friends, if not like his closest friend, right? In that very tight core, at least that's how I perceive it, right? Mm. From an outsider's perspective. It's your brother, Bitch Noah, that boy Tommy, who's never been on the podcast, but we should get him one day. And then Arjun, okay? Those who are a picture being Wilson's closest confidants, aside from, of course, his lovely Maria, okay? 
Does that all add up? Is that all accurate? I can see why you would interpret that, but my brother's closest confidants are his friends Colin and Jonathan. Are they just not here? And they live in Arizona. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, listen, I tattooed Arjun, Wilson's friend, for now the third time. I was supposed to tattoo him for a third time last year, but then he moved to Arizona out of nowhere, and I couldn't tattoo him. But then he moved back to Austin, and the first thing he did was, JC, I want a tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned from that tattoo that apparently he and Bitch Noah do not get along. Yeah, not at, at all. At all, which, honestly, that should put us on the side of Arjun. No, 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 that puts me on the side of Bitch Noah. Really? Wow, that's how much ill will Arjun has collected over the course of his life. Yeah. Wow. Listen, Bitch Noah, he's not a bad guy. No, he's great. You know, we have our disagreements, but he, he's a decent Well, guy. the Twitter stuff. Yeah, stealing the great Muda as and well. And that, too. That might be more egregious than, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that's crazy. Arjun was telling me that he feels so bad for you, or felt so bad for you, because as a kid in Arizona... Wilson was apparently just the absolute worst to you and just show up in your room and bully you and knock stuff out of your hand like a, like a TV bully, you know? Yes. Which is like, I mean. And I just would put up with it. It was yeah. terrible. Is and that, then yeah. when I would react and get upset about it, my brother would run off to our mom and then I'd get in trouble. It's messed it was, up. He still, he, he still like comments to this. The other day we were just walking. We were going to get lunch with our grandma. And he was like, wow, when we were younger, I just, I never knew when you were going to blow up and be upset with me and get annoyed. And it's like, yes, you did. It was when you were trying to annoy me. Yeah. That's what Arjun said was he always just kind of like left you alone or wouldn't interact with you because he was afraid you were going to snap. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, um, but that sounds ideal. I feel like you would want to be left alone by Arjun. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He did it right. That so why perfect. the ill will? Why nah. pro bitch Noah over Arjun? Yeah, he just kind of irks me. Okay. He makes some bad decisions, and it's like, you, come on, figure it out. Man. I guess so. Would you consider this a bad decision in Wilson's friend Arjun's life? He has moved in with, I think she's kind of your friend, with the Addie Lamb. They moved in together? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. She showed up for his tattoo, and she was like, I also want a tattoo. So I tattooed both of them. I did know that you t- tattooed Addie. I didn't yeah. know it was like a combined event. It was a combined event because, uh, well, not because, but the listening audience would recognize Addie Lamb from the fact that you, like a few months ago, you talked about how just some girl joined you for your D&D session for a school project. Mm-hmm. That'd be the one, you know? But I learned an important point piece of information about her and Wilson Grayson and that's that apparently Wilson told her at one point that you are completely like unattracted disattract what's the opposite of feeling attracted repulsed completely repulsed by Jewish women and she has like taken this to mean like that you think that she's like gross what yeah like Wilson told her that Jewish women are not your type no, no, no. You see, my brother also reported to me on this because we had a whole discussion. Oh, I wanted okay. to bring up Interesting. Addie getting a tattoo because Addie's great. Addie's fantastic. Yeah, Addie was great. But you see, I believe you had a discussion with her that, no, in fact, I'm very attracted to Jewish women. And you are correct, but okay. I would only date a Christian girl. Ah, I see. So I believe my brother, representing probably the most accurate information, said, no, I wouldn't date a Jewish woman uh-huh. because they're not Christian. I see. How she interpreted that as I think they're disgusting. Well, that was me editorializing a bit, you know, just like for the sake of, you know, but. I was a little concerned. Well, she seemed really upset to learn that information, that you actually are attracted to Jewish women. Yeah. You know? Because I guess she felt misled by Wilson. And I guess she confronted him. Mm -hmm. And rightfully so, you know? 
Have you had since had a sit down with Addy to be like, no, it's because you don't believe in the Christian God. Right. Okay. You did have that conversation. No, yeah, but I'll need to. Yeah. Yeah. I need to basically explain to her. It's not because you're Jewish. I don't like you. Uh It's because of everything else about you. You hold fundamentally flawed views on uh, why we exist. Well, I just meant where she's like a disgusting person. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Yeah, she was. That's unrelated to being Jewish. And retweeting a lot of bitch Noah's more seedy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Seedy, dicey. Exactly. Now she's falling in with Arjun. Only negatives can follow. That kind of sounds like it. Uh, One thing, though, I will shout them both out for. Logged into their Hulu account when they were at my place and said, you can use it. So that's exciting. Whoa. I got Hulu now. Ad free. They pay for that one. What a deal. I know. Not even a deal. I just, it was free. You know? It's like theft. It's highway robbery, Grayson. I've been highway robbed the past two months, by the way. I just learned. By a company called Adobe. (laughs) (laughs) Because. (laughs) What's that? Well, Well, what? Why are you laughing? No, nothing. Continue. They have just, without notifying me, started charging me $60 a month instead of 30 And apparently, I guess I was operating on a one-year deal where they're giving me half off. So now they want to charge me $60 a month for the whole Adobe Creative Suite, to which I'm, I'm not okay with, okay? I, that, that's a lot of money each month. Or just threaten to cancel again. Well, no, I just switched to the Photoshop plan. Oh, okay. So I, I'll get Photoshop. And that's, like, the main one I use and the main one I care about. But mm-hmm. I am sad. This will be the first episode of Boy Oh Boy edited with, what's that place called? Or that app called? Audacity? You're going to edit on Audacity? I mean, unless you have a better option that's free. No. I might have, like, another, like, couple days or weeks with Audition before it fully goes away. But they refunded me for what they just charged. So I doubt it, you know? That's wild. But, yeah, I, I've, I've been an Adobe loyalist. And they want to turn their back on me like this, okay? You want to say, oh, you're not a student anymore. And fine, I'm not. And you want to say, oh, you don't get the first year deal deal anymore. And fine, a year went by. But you should still give me a discounted rate just because, you know? Yeah, it's not like it's costing them anything. No. I'm, they've lost money now. I wanted to use their products. Now, Honestly, I would take a cheaper version of Adobe if it had ads. You know, like if it's like an ad popped up every time you opened it, I'd be fine with that. And they could actually make money off of me. But no, that's not an option. So I switched to their Photoshop plan. And why? JC, comments like that. Yeah. Comments like the ad. That's what's wrong with the modern world. I hope you know that. Why? That's deeply troubling that you you would even. I could save money by watching an ad. Oh, no. Never say anything like that to me again. You don't want to save money? If that existed, how much do you pay right now for Adobe? Or did you already cancel? Um, I think I did a year plan because I got a good deal on it. Okay. Um, but to put it in perspective how much I hate ads, JC, I pay for YouTube Premium. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And that's the difference between you and me. I'm okay. Not, the only time it's annoying with YouTube Premium is if I keep like clicking back and forth between the same couple of videos where I'm not watching the full thing, but like I'm just trying to like compare something and then like half the time I click on a video, I get an ad and it's like, well, this is annoying for this one specific instance that pops up every few months. But by and large, they're, they're really not bad. I can't stand ads. Also, messed up. 
Spotify, I don't know if this is like a new, I don't want to call it a feature, but a new thing they've added to their to their app. Where if you try fast forwarding ads now during a podcast on Spotify, and it's like the integrated ads that like are targeted and like changed. Like, you know how they do that now with podcasts? No. Well, basically, instead of there being like ads in the actual audio file, they I don't know how it works with the RSS feed, but basically they just pick out spots or slots in the in the podcast where they then insert an ad. So like I can listen to a podcast from 2012 and get a 2024 ad in it. I see. You know? Yeah. And so now whenever you try to fast forward through one of those ads, when usually it's just like the plus 15 button until you're through with it, it like you can still do that, but you you have to like drag your finger and do it or like pay attention to your time spot because now if you do it like too many times with a plus 15, it just resets you back to the beginning of the podcast. And I think they're trying to make it like annoying to fast forward the ads because it just resets you back to the beginning. Does that make sense? I follow. Okay. But it's happened to me now like four or five times this week. And I don't think it's a coincidence. And it, and I've always questioned how has the podcast industry not figured out a way to make people watch ads or listen to ads. And this might be a really effective way to do it. You I know? mean, yeah, I can't deny the effectiveness, but see, that's what's so troubling. Yeah. Like, for you, it's an inconvenience. For me, it would stop me from listening to a podcast. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it stopped me from listening to a couple where I was like, I don't care enough to find where I was at. But I'm mm-hmm. not stopping listening to podcasts. I'm stopping listening to that podcast. No, I just stop. Yeah. I mean, that's why Boy Oh Boy is ad-free. Darn right. That's that's the only reason why. Patreon supported. That's exactly, yep, for sure, for sure. Uh, no, but no, I, I'd absolutely, right. like, if I could get the adobe full creative suite for twenty dollars a month but every time i open it there's like a pop-up ad i'm saving forty dollars a month and jeopardizing what like 15 minutes of my time i mean in an instance like that where you can save 40 bucks a month like twenty dollars versus sixty dollars sure okay but that's not gonna happen like that type of difference is gonna have, it'd probably save you like ten bucks a month. I only compare that because like Hulu, if you pay for the ad free version, it's like twenty five, thirty bucks a month. And the ad version's like five dollars. So like it's a There's no s- way the twenty five there's no way that's the difference because I pay for the Hulu Disney Plus ESPN bundle. Like yeah. I got a whole bundle for like twenty. And it's all ad free? Yeah. On Hulu even? Maybe it's thirty. I think it's thirty. And Hulu's all ad free. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't yeah, I I think there is a greater price disparity if you don't have the bundle then. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Tough. I, I guess so, yeah. Uh, not tough for me. I got Arjun's account, so I'm set, man. Yeah, no, you're paying nothing but for listen, that. I'm looking up the pricing because I'm so baffled okay. by that. Okay, but listen, Grayson, Photoshop, right? I'm like, I'm not paying $60 a month anymore. I don't want to haggle with these people. I don't want to have to call them and be like, I'm going to cancel, right? Hulu ad free is $17.99. Has it always been that? I was definitely under the impression it was I think it was, it was lower. More. I don't think, I think it's so. gone up. What is the really? Yeah, seventeen ninety nine. Hulu a month. cost twenty five. Were you looking at like live TV or something? Maybe I don't know. That was just always the impression I was under. I but I, I could just I again I've never paid for Hulu, so it also makes sense I wouldn't be the most informed. You know. Uh yeah, everything says live TV package is around twenty five dollars. $25 per month was, and it cuts off. So I guess that, maybe that, Grayson. 
Who's to say? Yeah, and the Disney Plus Hulu with the ad-free for both is 20 bucks. My point still stands. $5 for ad-free and 17 for sorry, 17 for ad-free, $5 with ads. It's still about a third of the cost, you know? $7 with ads? Yeah. Aren't there three tiers of Hulu? One with a lot of ads, one with some ads, and one with no ads. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to pull up my phone again I, to look I, at more I feel tiers. very confident that at least used to be a thing because my dad was like, he was like, oh, I guess I'll pay for Hulu now because we lost it with some bundle that we had with like DirecTV or something. And so then he had to choose the tier and he did the bottom one. And that's why I don't watch Hulu because there are so many ads. Mm-hmm. Like I'll watch a 20 minute episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the ads are just as long as the show, you know? And it makes it unwatchable. And I don't use Hulu because of it unless it's a movie, right? Um, well, now I will because, again, thanks to Arjun, the mm-hmm. wonderful man. So uh, $5 was my impression. That's what that was. But even at the, 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 the 7 I guess that counts too. But $5 is what I'm working off of because I think that's what my dad pays is, uh, again, about one-third of the price of the ad-free version. And a $20 plan of Adobe – with ads would be a third, less than a third of the full creative suite at about like 60 something dollars. Sure, but then the assumption is that you're spending an equal amount of time watching ads as you are using the product. Just run them in the background. That wouldn't work in Premiere. Everything would crash all the time. But It like, already does that. So Exactly. What are we losing? So, I don't know. Yeah, just like little like on the side, like on a website, how there are ads that you can accidentally click on. Do that. Just make the product unusable. Yeah. I mean, Audacity kind of sucks from what I've played with so far, you know? But it's free. It's free. It's free. I'm honestly, don't tell anyone about this, but when I was 11, my sister's friend gave me a flash drive that had Photoshop on it, and I never paid for it until I, like, entered high school, you know? Or, like, late in high school. Or maybe even college. I just used the free version of Photoshop. Um I feel like the move is to just find some flash drives with Adobe Audition and Premiere on them. That's most definitely the move. Yeah. It's much harder to do now that they have the whole Creative Cloud thing and they're always making you update and everything like that. Yeah. Because they can but I don't need to update. The licenses, like, but, like yeah. a, Adobe right now is not different from Adobe when we started this podcast in 2017. Like there may be a couple new features, but none that I use. Mm-hmm. And Premiere, they've added a lot in the way of like, captions and, and and that kind of stuff in the past couple of years but it's been added like there's nothing else that's lacking in premiere in my mind so if i got a current version perfect mm-hmm. photoshop is the one i do want to pay for because i feel like their ai technology is going to keep developing mm-hmm. and i want to have like actual access to that and be able to share files from my ipad and blah blah blah, blah. but this is what i want to talk about too is that photoshop there are two different versions of the just photoshop plan on adobe one's called photoshop and the other is called photoshop plan just Photoshop comes with like 16 other like secondary ads and stuff or not ads, sorry, apps, right? Like it's Photoshop plus a bunch of like other ancillary features, okay? Mm-hmm. Then there's Photoshop Plan, which comes with like 25 yeah, I think like 25 other miniature apps that come with it. And the Photoshop Plan with the more apps has every app that Photoshop by itself has. So explain to me why Photoshop Plan is two and a half dollars cheaper even though it comes with more and it's not on a deal because I spent like a good 20 minutes like researching it and I couldn't find an answer and I feel like I'm going to get duped. You're getting duped. But I did the, I did the cheaper one with more excessive, with more features. 
And it comes with a, like a, a smaller version of Premiere specifically for the iPad in the Photoshop plan. So I may not even need Premiere on my computer because I'll have a miniature version of it on my iPad. And it's not like I'm doing this intense video editing. Or you could do Final Cut for iPad. Is that buy free? Buy it once. Oh, buy it once, you said? Yeah, it's buy it once and then you get it for life. I mean, if I'm already paying or actually, for this. Actually, I think the iPad one might be a subscription. If I'm paying for this Photoshop plan already. Yeah, you might as well. Use yeah. It, yeah. And it comes with Fresco still if I ever want to use that. I don't. But it comes with Fresco. It, I think. Yeah, why would you ever use Fresco? Now you got Procreate. It's true. It's true. So yeah, that's, that's the update there. I'll be spending $14 less a month now because it's going from $34 to $20. Mm-hmm. But they were, again, two months now, they've been charging me 60 That's so much. I'm not a business. Okay? 60 they charge more than businesses, to be fair. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's annoying, Grayson. I'd imagine. It's annoying. But we'll find our rips of, of the programs. Don't even worry about it. You Honestly. Ab. Absolutely. And then in other news, uh, I hope you're proud. Uh, I was talking about why BIM and W were so involved in our lives recently. Mm. BIM has informed me, after I informed her, uh, that we've both now completed our Big Brother audition tapes for season 25 or 6, whatever their season is that's about to start. I think 26. So that's pretty massive. I put it off for a long time. And this... I would say this was my worst audition yet, but I went back and I watched my two previous ones since I've been eligible to apply. This is BIM's first year, by the way, eligible. Mm-hmm. But um, I watched my past two since I've been 21 years of age. My first one, wow, is it bad. Uh, honestly, though, my one from last year, I watched and I was like, and maybe it's because I set the bar so low by watching my original audition tape, but I watched my one from last year and I'm like, yeah, I would cast that guy. If he didn't just openly admit to having a heart attack, you know, like, but otherwise I thought it was a good audition tape. This year's sucks, but it doesn't suck because it's like overly scripted. It sucks because I was not prepared and it's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have years to try out new methods. Okay. First year was over scripted. Second year had a lot of effort in it, but wasn't scripted. This year had no effort. So we'll see how it unfolds. Degrade the gray. This is so exciting. At what age do I get cast? After Ben. Okay, I promised Bim a watch party of all my audition tapes, but only after I get cast. That'd be pretty so, great. That's mm-hmm. a good deal. Thank you, thank you. And Bim sent me like a bunch, not a bunch. She sent me a couple that she was considering sending in, and I think the the one that she did with like out, like she just recorded one because she was angry about her miniature Big Brother that her school does. Um, she was upset about some stuff, so she just like was ranting and like was very angry. And I was like, Bim, that's the tape you got to submit. So. Is that the one she submitted? I hope so. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Because her other tape was like, she was all like done up in it and like looked all like prepared and everything. But then she just kept talking about like really specific details about her school's big brother. Like the first time she played it. And like, I was someone who tried to follow along with everything Bim told me about her first season on Big Brother, right? Mm -hmm. But me with that perspective, listening to her talk, it was like, this is just confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm glad she didn't submit that video. Okay. Yeah. So I think she has a chance. She put her profession as pageant girl. I put mine as other. So we'll see, Grayson. Other. The other. There weren't many options. There wasn't a single artist. There wasn't even a graphic design option. There was nothing even remotely art related in the options for careers. I feel like the, wait, but they had pageant? They had pageant girl. 
as a career option. <laughs> they know who they're trying to cast. But they know like, just for. put artist. It's a catch-all, right? But no. No. Mm-mm. Not one bit. Not one bit, Gray the Gray. So, <sighs> where are you at in life, Grayson? Yeah. You, you send in your audition tape? Yeah. Okay, how'd it go? Terribly. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. Do you, you want any help? I feel like sending in an audition tape to Big Brother would be a terrible idea for me. I like You don't have the investment to actually follow through on the casting process, because at one point you have to fly yourself out to California. Oh, there's no shot. Exactly. Yeah, so it wouldn't really matter. But then on top of that, like the only outcome like the ideal outcome is nothing happens okay like i never hear from them yeah because the alternative is that i do hear from them uh-huh and then let's say it, i actually follow through and then i get on the show that's only a negative for it me. would lead to bad things i would only be unhappy yeah There'd i don't think people no would positive. like you either no offense i don't think people would like you i don't think so i don't either. think you'd, you'd really i don't think you'd put on a good face no um <laughs> i'd be so upset to be there yeah Huh. I'd just be incredibly unhappy. It would not be positive for anyone involved. Mm-hmm. The other day, though, I did have the realization, because this Big Brother stuff has been in my head, and I had just submitted my tape and everything, but I got out of the shower, and I was standing there thinking about, like, imagining if I had just gotten out of the shower in the Big Brother house, and, like, the thought that, like, you can't have any real connection with a single person there because you're just constantly living in fear. And it's like, that's so interesting, you know, but these people do it. They're forced to do it for like 180, not 180 days, but a lot of days, you know. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to hopefully me or Bim one day, you know. It's just it's the ideal scenario. I also sent in uh, an audition tape because the Big Brother ones are about three minutes long. The audition tape for Squid Game The Challenge is one minute. So I was like, okay, if I already have, if I'm already set up to record my Big Brother one, let me just do a Squid Game one too. And I liked my Squid Game one, you know. And also, way better odds of getting cast. They literally do hundreds of people every season, so you know. Fingers crossed. Just for me to lose in red light, green light, because they fundamentally don't understand how like any of it works. <laughs> That'd be very funny. <laughs> just very confused as to what's happening. <laughs> I just book it. <laughs> They're saying like red light. You're still running. Red light. Your pack explodes on my chest. I just keep running. They have to reshoot. <laughs> That's actually a perfect outcome. What do you mean? Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that'd be fun. I think I've talked about this. I don't know if it was on the podcast before. Now, have you watched the actual Squid Game? No. Okay. Are you aware of like that? They have like a cookie in it that you have to like cut out. Yeah. Okay. They do that in the in the reality show version of it, too. When I was watching it with my mom, because I've never watched the drama series, right? Only the reality show. But when I watched the reality show with my mom, I sat there thinking the whole time, saying it out loud to her, like, Mom, this is so easy. How are they so bad? At, like, why are they so bad at cutting the cookies out? Even, like, the hardest one, like, the, the umbrella shape still looked kind of easy, you know? Um, and I know for a fact if I do get on that show, if I'm not already out, there's no way I make it past the cookie competition because I'm too confident. Like, it looks just too easy. Okay? The only time I've ever seen someone actually try and do something like that is on a, a Mr. Beast video. Uh-huh. Where this, this poor guy has competed in a Mr. Beast video. He did the squig game thing. Got all the way to the very end of the last challenge. She had to do the cookie thing. And he was like a trial away from winning like eight hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars and he failed Did and it was devastating because he had like a great run and everyone loved him and it was fantastic they brought him back to compete in another video 
also lost all the money there on like the last stint. They brought him back for another video, and then it was like a video of facing his fears. So he did stuff like getting buried alive. He like had to rescue money from a sinking car. So he couldn't not get the money in that one. A ton of stuff. And then for the final fear, they repeated the cookie challenge, and he failed again on the cookie before he failed before. That's so sad. Yeah, it was crazy. That's devastating. Did anyone win the money in Mr. Beast Squid Game? Well, no, he was the last challenger. And so just no one got the money? Yeah. That's I think. I don't really remember the underwhelming. Well, he's done multiple kind of squid game challenge type of things. I don't know. Whatever. You know, I love the reality show version because basically just like they had everyone get into a room and then they separated they said like get in the four evenly spaced lines, like separate yourself in the four lines. And then they had another room that it opened a smaller room that it opened up into. And they took the front, the first person in line from all four lines, and they, they put them in the smaller room. And then there were doors, one with each of the cookie shapes on it, with the umbrella, the circle, the square, and the star. And then the four of them just had to discuss amongst themselves. Like, they had to race to the doors and, like, pitch, pick which one they wanted. Um, and if they couldn't all agree on who was going to take which shape cookie, the four of them just had their ink packs explode and they're out of the game. And they would send in four more people from the line. Um and eventually, they ended up with this really, like, sad, like, nerd in there with, like, three jocks, essentially. And he got just completely bullied into taking the worst one. And he was, like, sobbing. And everyone hated him. Um, and it was really, really unfortunate for him, you know? Did he get the cookie? He got the umbrella one and lost. Oh. And almost everyone else in his line. Uh, well, I don't know if that was clear, but... Whatever shape you end up with, so does the rest of your line. Mm-hmm. So everyone in his group was pissed at him for, like, giving in. But, like, the alternative is he dies. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So whatever. Shout out to Squid Game. I'll be on season two. Um, surely. Surely. Certainly. Um, gray the Gray. <clears throat> Let's talk about your life. Okay? Enough <laughs> about reality television. Let's talk about Gray the Gray's reality. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me about it. What's happening? I got the masks hung up. I'm yeah, they're proud of that. masks all over your living room now. They're yeah, on your I inherited wall. those from my grandpa. They were sitting around in my living room for forever. I finally ordered the hooks to like hang them up, and they're all hanging, and it looks pretty sick. It looks nice. Yeah, it looks very nice. It fits already the, the feeling, the atmosphere of your living room. You know, it's wonderful stuff. Um, I see that Steven wants to play competitive Overwatch with you. This is true. I got a text from Steven that he said, hey, do you want to try the new competitive Overwatch? And I was <clears> like, Steven, what do you mean new? And, they, and I was like, what's new about it? And he was like, they revamped it. Yeah, literally fuck Steven. When he, Hans, and I were all like hanging out together when the Super Bowl was on, uh, Steven was complaining about Overwatch. And I was like, oh, are you doing competitive? And he was like, no, why would I do that? That's so toxic. That's so. Why would I ever do that? That's so toxic. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, you sounded really into what you were playing right now. So I, I just said, I, I don't know. And he was like, he went on about how bad it is and how like, I'm like terrible for suggesting. Well, now they he, revamped it. Oh, so now everyone's not going to be toxic. Right. Okay, cool. Great. Awesome. It's all new. Yeah. See, now they have SR. What's that? Soft resets? No, no, no. Oh. SR is skill rating. Okay. Which I, would make it more toxic because now you're worried about another rating. Well, I could have sworn they already had that. Uh-huh. Um, so that's well, that's kind of sort of how competitive works. Is you yeah, get a you rating. would need ranking and a rating. Yeah, system. I don't. I didn't huh. really get a good description of what's really changed. 
It's revamped though. So. It's revamped. Yeah, but li- like it's reasons like these where I just like I will get unreasonably upset with Steven because it's like you just you 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 were just trying to make me feel bad the other day for even suggest like asking if you were playing competitive because it's such a bad idea. It is a really bad idea. It sucks. It's terrible. But I'm gonna have a good time because I'm playing with Steven. Yeah, I think like literally like when you're an adult. How do you still have a bad time playing like games like that? You know, like I I don't get it. Like as a kid, I'd get so pissed off playing competitive Mario Kart online. I would get for real angry, and like it would ruin my mood for a day if I had like a bad streak. Okay, but then I like turned seventeen, and it's like, oh, this really just doesn't matter. See, I would agree with you, but there are times when I get angry when I play like a competitive game, but it's exclusively when someone says I'm playing bad, and I am. Like when they're right. When they call you out for being bad. Yeah, and I know I'm playing okay. bad. Okay, so that's like, not the game making you frustrated. That's just personal issues you got to work out. Yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay, yeah, so that's different, you know? Because that could be anything in Well, life. I guess it is kind of the game because, like, if I'm playing bad, it's still the game I'm playing. I get, but, like, if you were drawing something, okay, and I looked over your shoulder, I'm like, oh, really struggling, right? Um, and you were really struggling, like, wouldn't that also make you feel quite bad? Nah. No, if I was like, looking kind of rough, you wouldn't feel bad. I, I would feel crushed by that. Well, do I know that I'm doing bad? Yes. In this then scenario. no, I'd be like, yeah, you're spot on. So why is it different with a video game? I don't know. I think it's because of the competitive environment of it. I see. And in drawing, I guess you're not competing. What if yeah. it's an art competition for $800,000? It's Mr. Beast. He looks over your shoulder. He says, ooh. And maybe I might get a little frustrated. Uh-huh. But that's mostly because of the pressure at that point, because it's for eight hundred thousand dollars. That's I think. true. Like that's a okay. That's no a money on the line. Just Mr. Beast is having a no money art competition just for the exposure. Why would I be there? That sounds awful. For the exposure. I don't really want that type of you exposure. You can promote your Twitch channel. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You can promote the Taily Poa ghost story. Now that's something I can get behind. Thirteen K views, baby. But now, now I see. You see, I would be under pressure again in that instance. Why? Well, because I really want the Taylor Poe ghost, ghost story video to no, do well. No, you get the exposure from when Mr. Beast looks over your shoulder and says, ugh. You well, know? See, but that in, in that instance, I'd be drawing the Taylor Poe and I'd be doing a great job regardless. Ah, uh, so, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 it's just, it's an impossible hypothetical. Yeah, I like in our, because uh, on the Boyo Boy YouTube channel, we do have the audiobook for Taylor Poe uploaded. I like the interaction we have in the comments where someone's like, Oh my goodness, I remember my teachers, and he named like two teachers from the first grade. They read this to us in class, and then one of my other teachers jumped out from under the table at one point and scared all of us. It was such a cruel thing Why to do. Why do you have three teachers in first grade? I don't I have no clue what's going on there. And then someone in the comments below is like, did you go to blank elementary school? <laughs> Which is like, if you're asking that question, it's definitely the same elementary school, you know? I don't know. I two shockingly similar stories where you were in a first grade with three teachers, all named the same, reading the Taylor Poe and scaring children. <laughs> Could have been different years, at least. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy to think that they would do that bit multiple years, though. <laughs> yeah, scarring one group of children simply wasn't enough. Grayson, what are you looking for? I see you rummaging through your drawer. I thought I had it in my drawer, but we were supposed to do Alamo Cat. Oh, Alamo Cat! You're right. We are supposed to do that. We need to. Yeah. We got to get into the audiobook game, JC. I mean, 
I guess so. It's not like it's a hot industry. No, it's a hot. In- you just don't even know yet. They just added it for free on Spotify. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> I mean, I guess, but it's not. It's not the sign of you know a hot ticket item. No, it's a booming industry. Okay. I, okay. You yeah. just don't get it. Okay. Should we try selling our? Well, it's already on Spotify. Our audiobook, so that'd be counterproductive to be like, "Hey, guys." Yeah. Also, I'm shocked that we're allowed to do an audiobook of that because I swear it's copyrighted. The Taily Po? Yeah. Well, absolutely, it's copyrighted. But also, even if it's not, uh, the illustrations you use in the YouTube <laughs> video are for sure copyrighted. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's unfortunate stuff, Grayson. We keep that one under the radar, I think. I guess so. Honestly, the older I get, the more I realize that unless you're a major corporation, no one's going to pursue you over like copyright kind of stuff. You know, like. Unless you sell shirts online, in which case you're definitely getting copyright shirts. Guess who sells shirts online, okay? I had one copyright notice. I complied with it. And guess what I've been doing ever since? Selling more shirts, okay? <laughs> but they came after you. I mean, I guess so, but then they stopped. Yeah, I guess. It wasn't that big of a deal. You know, I think just they're not that interested. You know, they're making money elsewhere. I think so. I absolutely think so. Grayson, I can't tell you how much I crave for the month of August to roll around. And not just because it'll be Leo season. No, no. Did you read my my notes? I did. Oh my God, it's all I can think about. And I don't know why, but I crave desperately the seasonal shake at P. Terry's where it's blueberry muffin flavored. I just really enjoyed it last year. And- What if they don't do it again? There's, that's a very real possibility. But I will write letters. Like, I, I will email and write a letter to them if they don't. <laughs> I'm not joking. Because I feel like that will inspire movement, okay? My dad and I, we used to love the salad dressing, okay? One day, the salad dressing started tasting like ass when we bought it from HEB. And we were like, hmm, maybe just a bad batch. The next few months, it still tasted like ass. And my dad emailed them and said, hey, what's wrong with your salad dressing but it in more cordial terms right um and they were like we changed our recipe we hope you like it and my dad was like no i don't i want you to change it back again in more cordial terms and they sent him like a care package with more of the shitty one and it's like well that's that's not solving the problem you know and so we mm-hmm. stopped buying the salad dressing because it went from tasting truly amazing to being absolutely terrible okay and then like maybe six more months go by and I'm like, you know what? I really miss that salad dressing. It makes me sad. I'll never taste it again because it was so good. And so I also sent an email and I never got a response. It may be because they saw I have the same last name as my dad and they were like, this is just the same person or like he told the son to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then a couple more months go by. My dad gets a package in the mail and it says, we're pleased to introduce our our." I don't know how they, they phrased original it. Original recipe. Basically, yeah. Well, not really. It's not original because it went from being just a salad dressing to a dairy-free salad dressing. And that was the bad one, the dairy-free. Now it's a vegan salad dressing. But the vegan one tastes identical to the original. So my dad and I, we made progress. We made movement. And now the Yo Mama's uh, sesame salad dressing tastes amazing again. Okay. They sent him a package saying, hey, we nine did months have passed. Yes. It was like <laughs> legitimately like, yeah, 
a very long time later, they were like, here's a care package with like our actual new recipe, our new, new recipe, our that new old recipe. Fantastic company. Power. Yeah, steel. honestly, like, but on also too, it's probably motivated by poor sales. Cause I can't imagine anyone enjoying the one they released in those, that six month period. It was like rancid. Like it would ruin a salad. Mm. Uh, like the, the time I used it, I used it a couple times, right? Um, I, I, I would take a couple bites and throw it away. And I don't like wasting money, Grayson, but I, I couldn't stomach it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't imagine many other people were able to either. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love throwing blind faith into a company. Okay. If they changed it and it wasn't as good, but still passable, I would have been fine. I would have still bought it and pretended I liked it as much. This was so bad. Mm. Okay. Point is, I'm going to email Pete Terry's and I'm going to get that blueberry muffin shake back if it's the last thing I do. Okay. We'll keep our fingers crossed for a care package. That's right. That's right. We could send it from the Just Boyo Boy official Gmail. Mm, that's true. It's true. But what does that care package look like? Because I fear it's just slush. Or not even, just goop. Maybe a sticky. coupon for the, the mm. shake when they bring it back. Okay, okay. That's fair. That's very fair. So I, I, I did go to P. Terry's the other night, and I got there monthly shake. Actually, I've been consistent with it. I got their monthly shake last month, and it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It was awesome. It tasted great, right? Mm. I got it this month. It is Mexican vanilla, and it's just like a mildly better vanilla. It's really nothing special, Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't recommend it. But when next January rolls around, wow, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you know? Exciting. Yeah. The the banana split one really – or sorry, banana bread. It was like a banana-themed milkshake back in like December. Almost lost me as a customer. I love banana. It's disgusting. But I, if I liked banana, I'd probably trust their shake because they're so known for their banana bread. They know? have great banana bread. So this is just a thought. This is just a thought. Grayson, can I tell you about a thought that I had recently? Please do. Okay. I think it was like on my Instagram or something. I No. It, I don't know why it popped up. Maybe I was just like restless at night trying to fall asleep. What? <laughs> I, what is this thought? I don't know. Just I don't, I'm trying to remember why it occurred to me because – it inspired a really visceral reaction when I thought of it. And I feel like the, the impetus is I don't know important. if I want to hear this anymore. No, no, no. It's good. Or I think it's funny. Not even funny. I don't know. It just is like, ugh. Do you remember that graduation party we went to in high school? <laughs> yeah. Like in that person's backyard? That was so bad. Do you remember? Like, Yeah. I remember feeling so uncomfortable and like, wow, I'm wasting not just my time, but poor Grayson's. <laughs> And then there was Cards Against Humanity. Oh, it was terrible. It was the worst. I, I, I blocked that out from my head. And then it just popped back up. And I wanted to curl up into a ball and just not remember it. Eh, you know, life goes on. I guess so. Huh. So I just... You almost I, hyped it up too much. We've no. been friends for so long that just the lore runs deep. It really does. You know, I'm sorry. I'm I sad it that up. that's the lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you think Gray the Gray and JC Cola lore, you think that graduation. It was not good. It was not good. I think maybe what inspired it, I was thinking back to the Boy Oh Boy episode 200 finale. And I was thinking about like me pulling audio clips from it. And I was thinking about how Wilson was our first guest. I don't know. I think that was the line of thought to get there. But when are we ending this podcast? When is the next finale? never i guess because what are we on now i'm doing it i was gonna say episode 300 but we already did that yeah we've been that around. was Dwayne. 
Yeah, that, that was that great. That was a yeah. good episode. Which, by the way, that's the episode I still recommend to people. Like, <laughs> whenever someone brings up, like, "Hey, sh- can I listen to your podcast?" I'm like, "Please don't." That's and a like, crazy no, thing. Let me listen to it. I'm like, "Okay, if you're gonna listen, listen to episode 300." Uh huh. Because I, it's so different than every other episode we've done. It's perfect. It is because it it'll allow them to listen, be not interested in it, uh-huh. realize they don't want to listen to anything else, and yet still never get a glimpse into the reality of Boy Oh Boy, the yeah, devastating reality fair. of Boy Oh Boy. My personal wreck is always going to be Girl Oh Girl. You know, episode mm. 202 or 201. I forget how we did it. I forget if we actually skipped an episode or not. We for sure skipped a week. Like there was mm-hmm. a week of radio silence. I think it was 201 was Girl Oh Girl. I think 201, Girl Oh Girl. Yeah um which yeah huge recommend on both those episodes and also episode 200 the retrospective finale you know all great episode, pieces of media yeah. in my personal is 200 still up it is still up okay. episode 200 the retrospective how that required a lot of work gray the gray okay episode 200 Listen, we made people so much, cry so much of episode. the library has been cleared out it's true it's no longer publicly available i don't even know what's up it's for the best you know oh, for like sure. at the end of the day it necessary. works out. We're probably going to do another purge soon, you know? It will have to. Yeah. Yeah, like I forget what we were talking about just the other week, but in my head I was like, wow, even this episode's going to need to be purged one day. <laughs> I, but it's, yeah, we live. We we don't learn. That's certainly no, we true. we really don't. Yeah, no. But we we are living, which is absolutely the truth. Absolutely. By the way, we, I didn't give an update last week on the podcast about this. But it was a topic a couple weeks ago that my face was all messed up because I tried suctioning it. Oh, yeah. And then Jenny gave me a bunch of remedies for it. I showed up to your apartment with my face all screwed up. Uh, Jenny healed me. Yeah, Jenny got me back into tip-top shape. So thank you to her. It's still like a little red if you get close. But, you know, it's not that noticeable. Yeah. Exactly, Grayson. Exactly. By the way... Do you remember last week, again, some more housekeeping on Boy Oh Boy. Last week, we talked about the macaroni grill and how you thought it was an actual physical device Yeah, I was so confused. And I I explained, no, it's a chain restaurant all around the country that started in San Antonio next to the original Rudy's, also a chain restaurant all around the country. Love Rudy's. The phones are always listening. We know this at this point. I got recommended an article about the unhealthiest restaurants in America. Number one, topping the list, was the macaroni grill, <laughs> which, I mean, adds up. It's called the macaroni grill. If macaroni's your, you know, number one item, I can't imagine the rest is that nutritious. Yeah. Which are bread, noodles, cheese. I mean, it's ideal. It's like, it sounds like a restaurant made for me. The only thing to make it worse would be deep fried macaroni grill. The, ooh. And macaroni bites are great, to be clear, you know? True. Yeah. I was just with Steven at some like Chinese restaurant that we went to like earlier today. Mm-hmm. And Steven recommended I get it was like some bento box thing that you could make. Right. And so one of the choices was cheese puffs or something like that, which didn't sound the most appealing. But Steven was like, get them. You like cheese get them. And I'm glad I did. They were like kind of the shape of like a crab rangoon or whatever they have mm-hmm. at, at Panda Express. But inside of it was just cheese. And it was so good. It tasted like a mac and cheese bite, but with a little bit more cream cheese, you mm-hmm. know? And you dip it in, in spicy oil or whatever, hot chili oil. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wonderful stuff. Can you comment? Well, I do like crab rangoons. Okay. 
Steven so. said it's like that, but without crab. So probably mostly sour, or not sour cream, cream cheese. Sour cream would be disgusting. Deep fried <laughs> sour cream. kind of good. No. Sour cream Ooh. is disgusting. Ranch is disgusting. Mustard is disgusting. These are all condiments that I've tried so many times in my life, and every time I think, how does anyone find this enjoyable? Mustard, the lesser of evils out of those three, by the way. Mustard. You such a sad existence, JC. Sour cream's not good. It's pretty good. Ranch is the the fact that ranch is so unhealthy makes me so happy that I never have liked great. it. Right, and because I feel like, for all intents and purposes, I should like ranch, you know, but it's just bad. It tastes not foul, but especially knowing how bad it is for you, it's so not worth it, you know. I gotta tell you, JC, I just I pity you. You pity me. I pity you. I get queso. Okay, I get queso I do too. everywhere I go, and it's better than ranch. I get queso as well. Yeah. But I also get a lot of other really delicious things. Like what? Ranch. What's the delicious thing you get with ranch? What, what's, what's been enhanced with the ranch in your life? Oh, so many things. Like what? Carrots. Celery. These are two things I don't really eat. So, But celery, I don't like at all. Like I could put ketchup on celery. I could. It, it won't help. Why would you put ketchup on Just celery? to mask the taste of celery. That's carrots crazy. I like though. Carrots I can eat. You know? I don't Just love the them. thought that you would even consider well, what about ketchup puzzle? If no. you said JC eat this carrot or JC eat this carrot coated in ketchup, I'd eat the carrot coated in ketchup. Because I'd be able to to get it down quicker. That's insane. It's just how I it's just, it's just how it goes, man. And there's already a little like pocket to hold the ketchup. You squirt a line right down the middle of it. I'm gonna be honest with you, JC. That's like a Steven level insane food take. But it's not That's a thing like that I want. That's like swallowing whole type of It's insane. not a thing that I want to do. Steven, on a regular basis throughout his life, thinks swallowing food whole is the way to live. I think I don't like celery. If I had to eat celery, I don't want to do it, but I'd, I'd rather do it with ketchup. Ketchup, sorry. That's just insane. No, it's not. That's a net negative on You're Just celery. getting something to mask the flavor of something you don't like? Like, if you were to eat... I, like uh, on the challenge on on the reality show the challenge they have gross food competitions right and they have like cow testicles and stuff like just re- like a, a bunch of like fish eyes and everything if they offered you that by itself or that with ketchup which are you taking because it's the same thing for me with celery you just compared celery to cow testicles and fish eyes i probably would pick celery above fish eyes but i'd be more open to cat cow, cow testicle you see, you're a vegetarian. On the challenge, it doesn't matter. I'd eat meat on the challenge. I'd eat meat on Big Brother. It's for a game and for money. Who cares? The animal's already dead. Okay, they already cut it up for me. I'm just I'm gonna feel weird eating it, but I'm just gonna block out those thoughts. There's, it's just an insane take, JC. There's no redeeming it's it. It's not. In, I, I think I crafted a perfectly well-rounded comparison. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand the thinking there of like. I understand the point that you're making. Okay. But I think it is an insane comparison. Okay. But you thought it was insane prior to the comparison. Yeah. So this has not improved my image of this whole thing. Okay. But now that you understand the thinking, let's remove the comparison. You understand the thinking. Now it's like, I don't like celery. I like ketchup. So in an effort to avoid the taste of celery, I'm just going to douse it in ketchup. Yeah, that's That crazy. makes sense. No. Well, it's not like if I have 
like let's say I order cauliflower wings and it comes with celery on the side like it does so often, right? And I have a little packet of ketchup or I have a, a, a little container of ketchup at the table with me. When I finish my wings and I'm still hungry and I look at the celery, I don't think, boy, time to lather this up in ketchup. <laughs> I think my I'm, meal's done. Yeah, I'm just not eating. So, no, I get that. Okay. For me, it's just it all falls onto the statement of if I had the choice between celery or celery covered in ketchup, I'm taking the celery yeah, covered in ketchup. Yeah. Like, That's ins- I just, okay, I the waiter walks back to me at Buffalo Wild Wings and says, hey, it's on the house if you finish your celery. Then I'm I'm dipping it, if not dousing it, in ketchup. Oh, I just can't get over. That's absurd. It's not. It's insane. I it's just, a valid take. Oh, I hate that. Dipping veggies in ketchup isn't unheard of. It just makes me so uncomfortable. No, it's not unheard of. Like you could dip a veggie in ketchup. Yeah, but celery or carrot or like something that is in that domain of vegetable. Absolutely not. If you're going to put a, a vegetable in ketchup, it better be like tomato or something that's already based that on is ketchup. A, that, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Also, wait. Also, tomatoes are fruit. That's what I was to say. Isn't that like a thing that people always talk about? So, Well, in the culinary world, it's a vegetable in like science and biology and like anyone with a, a degree, it's a, it's a fruit. What's a potato? It's a root. Not a veggie? No, it's like a starchy root. Ugh, that's unfortunate. But you could do, yeah. As a kid, like eating, like, I don't know, just like those little like pre-made meals. Sometimes ketchup would get, like banquet. Banquet's what I'm thinking of, like banquet meals. Like the green beans would catch or touch the ketchup and I wouldn't not eat them. I'd just be like, this is going to taste a little odd, you know, but I wasn't like so disgusted by them touching. Like cooked green beans? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think one of the prerequisites is it needs to be a cooked vegetable for it ever to be tolerable. Toss that celery in a microwave. Okay. <laughs> That's horrifying. Why? I just uh, the th- the thought of that that I just can't go I don't well. Know what happens? I don't the either. Celery, it sounds it like, like it turned to rubber. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, it's a really testable thought. You know, like we could do this. I don't want to. Yeah. Though. No, I don't really That's have just, the desire. I don't like celery. Ruin the celery. I'm sorry. I really apologize. Okay. Also, in the realm of taste, in the realm of food. We learned a couple weeks ago on this podcast, or at least I learned, you were the teacher, that the reason my water tastes so weird in the morning, you know, I'll, I'll get myself some water and ice before I go to sleep at night, mm-hmm. and the leftover water in the morning is lukewarm and always tastes just a little weird, mm-hmm. you know? Not like not drinkable, just like it's not watery, you know? It's like water fountain-y. Mm-hmm. And you explained that when stuff is cold, you taste it less. When stuff is hot, you taste it less, right? That's a summary of it. Okay, how would you say it? Well, you are less susceptible to tasting things that are bitter or repulsive if it is already hot or cold. Okay. So particularly things that you don't like, so like bitterness in particular, yeah, is something that you water. notice a lot more. Well, but there's something in there that's making it taste off. Okay. And part of what's making it taste kind of funny is that there's something making it a little bit bitter. Well, this works perfectly with my next question. Coffee. I feel like it loses taste when it's lukewarm. And maybe I just haven't drunk enough coffee, lukewarm, cold, and hot, but I always feel like it has way- – like if you have like watered – I mean not watered down I guess, but like if you just have coffee that's been sitting in your car all day, it's no longer ice cold or it's no longer super hot, I feel like it like it's not as flavorful when you drink that lukewarm still coffee. 
Well, that's the thing. That's why it's just bitterness. Is because when it's still hot, you can taste the complexity of the coffee itself. Like okay. the actual flavor of the coffee comes through more. But by the time it gets lukewarm, it's like bitter and kind of flat. So doesn't that go against it, though? Because I thought I'd taste the water more because it's lukewarm and sitting. But now I'm tasting the coffee less because it's lukewarm and sitting. Well, you're tasting the coffee, like the good flavors of the coffee, less. Okay. But it's because the bitterness is overwhelming it. So coffee's point. just a weird exception. I, I will not really know. Okay. Because it's it's specifically on things that are particularly bitter uh-huh. that you taste less when it's hot or cold. Like you when it's really hot coffee, yeah. Since it affects your ability to taste the bitterness more, uh-huh. the actual taste of the coffee minus bitterness tastes more prevalent. Uh-huh. But by the time it gets cool, the bitterness is so much okay. stronger that you don't really notice the taste of the coffee so like over the bitterness. Grapefruit juice. When it's right out the fridge or with ice, it tastes amazing. When it's been sitting or it's just like warm grapefruit juice, it's still good, but it's not nearly as good. That might also just be because it's like getting oxidized or something. But okay. yeah, more or less the point. I'm just trying to think of bitter drinks. You know, I'm out. It was grapefruit juice and coffee. What's left? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's most of them. Huh. So Tea? Tea, when it gets lukewarm, it gets real bitter. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. I would have thought just that just gets plain. Like, just doesn't taste like anything after it's been sitting around. Uh, you still taste it. It just tastes kind of bitter. I see. Or if you oversteep, it'll taste bitter. But I have to be honest. Good. I'm leaving yeah. this conversation a little more confused than when I walked in, you know? Because in my head, I'm like, okay, so just coffee doesn't have good fl- or Sorry, water doesn't have good flavors like it brought out by cold and hot. It just masks the bitterness. But because coffee is good and good flavors that get brought out by cold and hot, masking the the bitterness makes the coffee taste better. Right. So when it sits, the bitterness is on more display. Right. But it even that bitterness doesn't is not more flavorful than the good flavors brought out by the heat or cold. Yes. Okay. I don't know if I completely understand the last like, statement. In yeah. my head, the bitter still coffee that's just sitting there by itself is not a more flavorful experience than if I had drunk it fresh when it was hot or cold, the coffee. Right. Like, think of it as, like, getting something that's sweet and sour. Like, okay. it tastes really flavorful because you have both sweet and power- sour. You have, like, a comparison there. There's complexity to it. When it gets really, like, when it gets to the, you know, average temperature and it's just bitterness you're tasting, uh-huh. it's going to, like, feel kind of flat like nothing. So, new question. What happens if I... Not freeze, but let's say I were to put in the refrigerator Sour Patch Kids or Sour Skittles. What happens then? If it's really, really cold? Yeah. You'd probably taste the sour less. I don't know that. In my head, I picture the opposite. But if you taste the sour less, that sounds good. Like just like a mildly less sour Sour Patch Kid. I really like the sour, so it sounds worse to me. But yeah, I, I would guess you probably taste the sour less. Mm. Honestly, Sour Patch Kid, I'd keep the same. But Sour Skittles, I think, are a little too sour. No offense to the sour-loving community. I love sour. I, I mean, I think it's good. I, I tried hot and sour soup today at that Chinese place. It was ass. Oh. Okay? I should have got the egg drop. But it, I'd never had hot and sour soup, and it sounded at least interesting. It sucked. And it's not the restaurant's fault, I don't think, because everything else was great. Mm-hmm. Just not your not, not your my bag. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not one bit, Grayson. Not one bit. Is there anything else you want to talk about, by the way? I don't know. 
You don't. <laughs> I actually don't know. I forgot what I put on my list, and we've been ranting about so many things that I don't think either of us put down. Uh, you put down mead on your list. You got mead from HEB. Yeah, I'll probably just drink some tonight. You want some? I mean, I'm about to leave your home and drive, so probably not. But on another occasion, just a little bit. I think I'm okay. Okay. Um, you haven't streamed on Twitch.tv in so long. I got to get around to that. Maybe I'll stream the competitive Overwatch with Steven or something. And the 24 Hours Teams Marathon. If we actually make it happen, then yes, I'll stream. Okay, perfect. Also, I don't know. We've talked a bunch about it. We need to just set a date for Cuck. Okay, right now I have a decent amount of free time-ish that I should take advantage of, and I feel like taking advantage should be prepping for cuck. Okay. Okay? So we got to finalize our list of competitors. It's during March. Who gives a shit when it, like, who who cares when it is, you know? Let's just set a day. Okay. You know? And, yeah, I think that's about it. We'll be back next week, I hope. I hope that every week. And so far, my hopes have come true every time. You have a really solid track record. Yeah. So I, I, I'm proud about that fact. So hopefully that streak continues. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Adios.